Hey everyone, and welcome to the Fine Poetry Podcast. My name's Fina. I recently posted a picture of all of the journals I filled over the years on Twitter. And um, all of the positive, inquisitive responses have prompted me to make a new kind of episode, which is episodes about my notebooks. So this week I'm going to talk to you about the very first notebook I ever filled with an honorable mention to the first notebook I ever wrote something in, apparently. And um going to post some pictures on the Twitters and on Instagram and just have a little chat again, resting our tired quarantine minds. To set the scene, I'm recording this on a rainy Thursday the 30th of April. My cat is very interested in what's going on because I'm recording on the sofa, which I don't usually do. I'm really enjoying the kind of grayish, grayish white light that the rain is producing in my living room. It's very calming, especially as I've had to cut coffee due to anxiety issues. So I'm, I'm missing the burst of manic energy that comes with morning coffee, that kind of prompts me to actually do things and so I'm kind of floating in this bubble of gray rainy light and thoughts about old notebooks and it's not bad I'm just tired so let's get right into it I've got before me two little notebooks the first is the first one I've ever filled it's a5 it's spiral bound um, lined pages And the cover is kind of semi-transparent, a kind of circle pattern in green and dark blue and light blue and middle blue and orange. And I've got two stickers on there from um, a tea that I really liked at the time. It was kind of vanilla and strawberry flavored and called Hot Love, Heiße Liebe, which, oh boy. Yeah, so I've got some vaguely inappropriate stickers. Um on my notebook and I'm gonna open it to the first page and I've actually got a date in here which I just discovered so I had folded the first page over because it was an excerpt from another part of the long story I was writing at the time and the date says 8th of August 2010 so that was 10 years ago almost And um, at the time I was writing my first novel, which was a fantasy novel set in an alternative world, which was an island, and it was all very exciting. And I was writing mostly in fountain pen, so a lot of the words have faded. And I'm just seeing, this is my very first draft. I wrote everything down by hand and then would type it on my dad's work laptop. And I had a very old stationary computer in my room. I don't think I had it at that point, but I had it later on. Um, and that computer just was incapable of doing most things. And the two things it could do was operate Microsoft Word and let me play The Sims. The Sims 2. And um, the computer didn't have... So the um, the computer's ability to play audio was broken. So... 
I would play The Sims without the sound and would listen to Harry Potter audiobooks and other audiobooks while playing The Sims, and it was amazing. And I would also write my novel on there. Um, and I have some very fond memories of that computer. What I also have is a page with email addresses of people who I met in my very first um, kind of summer camp experience. I went to a farm where you could ride horses and stuff. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it there. I went there for several years, met a good friend there um, who was my pen friend for many years. And I'm just looking through like my my scribbles and like the first draft of this. And I can remember how exciting it was to be writing a novel and um, to be just immersing myself in this world. I, that was really, really wonderful. And I've rarely had that feeling again, this excitement of writing a really long prose piece. The good thing is that in 2010, how old was I? 13. At 13, I didn't have the the insecurity of thinking, am I a good writer? I was just like, no, this is going to be amazing. I'm just I'm writing this novel. It's going to be great. And so I did. And I just talked about it so much. Around that same time, my grandparents had their uh, 50th wedding anniversary, so a golden wedding. Around that time, I also met the person who is now my brother-in-law. And I remember at this um, wedding anniversary, we sat next to each other for dinner. And um, that was the day I accepted him as like a new family member because he sat there and uncomplainingly talked to me about my novel for, I think, two full hours. He had so much patience. He took it entirely seriously. And it was just such a lovely experience. Ah, and I've got a page with piano homework. Amazing, where I was playing a waltz by Chopin and um, having trouble because the romantics always gave me trouble. And it's like my piano teacher's handwriting and I'm getting a bit like emotional about that because I miss her very much. Because this uh, piano teacher taught me from when I was seven till I was... 16 and um yeah she had a big influence on my life and my career choice my initial career choice and she taught me a lot of the things that i know about that i know that i that i know and that i um, value about music and playing music also i apparently wrote this notebook took me from august 2010 at least until christmas 2011 because I've got here a list of Christmas presents that I'm preparing for people. I've got a map. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to post this on Twitter. I have a map of my protagonist's travels in this fictional land that I invented. It's very exciting. Oh my god. Throwback time. Yeah, and the very final page is like a poem I wrote for my sister. Which is... Very cheesy, but very sweet. So that was this notebook. And the honorable mention goes to a tiny notebook that um, I probably got from my cousin. Because my uncle has a company. Um, and they make, they work with um, heating and bathroom stuff. 
And so it's like a, 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 a free little notebook, probably A6 or even smaller. And I've got some random notes, some things that I put in there with uh, um, stamps. And tiny me, I, I must have been, I don't know. I must have been learning to write or it must have been, I must have been able to read at least. And this notebook has me retelling my favorite episode of Heidi, which is um, originally a novel by Johanna Spiri, who is um, who's Swiss and um, was turned into an anime. And I just I loved this this TV show. And I was just retelling my favorite episode where a little um, baby goat is in danger of falling off a cliff. And like Heidi and Peter, which are the two protagonists. Um, have to go and save her and it was very exciting um, and I just I kept this notebook even though it's only got a couple of pages of notes because it is so cute and you can see like my first attempts at writing things and I just love this kind of origin story <laughs> of look I was driven to tell stories even when I was maybe seven years old writing just happened naturally i remember that um before i was 12 years old i never finished a story and then when i was around 12 the movie Inkheart came out based on a very successful book series a german book series um by cornelia funke i think i was reading a an edition of national geographic but the one for children and they had a writing contest judged by Cornelia Funke, and you could win uh, an actual f uh, quill, feather quill to write with. And I found that really exciting. So I didn't actually care about the writing. I was just like, I want a quill like that. I'm going to participate in that, in that thing. And um, the concept of the competition was to, the concept was to take one of the beginning sentences for a story that Cornelia Funke had provided and write a three-page story. And so I took one of the sentences. I think it was something like, one morning when I woke up, something weird was lying on my doormat. And so I started writing the story about how a girl comes out of her room and on her doormat is a dwarf. And it's basically that call of adventure. And I very soon realized that that story was going to be longer than three pages. And I just completely forgot about the competition and I kept writing. And I wrote this story for three years and went through four years from when I was 12 to when I was 16. And I went through multiple drafts and revisions and had people read it many times and was just so invested. And um, it became my first novel, which I am vaguely embarrassed of, but also quite proud of my past self for just sitting down for four years next to everything else she was doing and writing a fucking novel. It's still very nice because that story was a huge part of my life for so long. And also it brought me to writing and it, it started shaping me as a writer. Because when I finished that story, I got accepted to my first ever writing workshop. I was 16. It was a very humbling experience because I realized I had a lot to learn. I'd never had any formal input when it came to writing and I just realized, wow, 
okay, there's a lot I need to discover and a lot and a lot I need to do. And that's how it all started. And now here I am making a podcast about poetry, writing poetry, writing other stuff. I hope you've enjoyed this little foray into my personal history as a writer. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to me going through these notebooks. And I hope you will enjoy the pictures that I'm going to post. To see those beautiful pictures of my old notebooks, you can find me on Twitter at Fina Stargard. And if you want to contribute your own pictures of your old notebooks, please tweet them using the hashtag FindPoetryPod and tell me about all your old journals. You can also find me on my website, josefinestargard.wordpress.com and also on iTunes or Apple Podcasts where you can leave a rating or a review for the show. I hope you're all keeping safe. I hope you're all keeping your spirits up in some in some ways. I'm going to find ways to keep my spirits up without the help of coffee. So that's going to be interesting. And um, I'll talk to you very soon and let you know how that is going. Bye.